Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And on this nice episode that we are actually putting out this week and keeping with our schedule. Yeah. Yes. Finally. We don't have any haunted updates, do we? No. We're starting soon to... So, the little thing that Isaac had, the little, like, bug that he had, me and my son ended up getting, and so... You're blaming me as if I'm... Well, no, 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 it could have been something else, but we basically got sick, so... We haven't really had the opportunity to investigate yet, but we're starting... starting soon. Got some places lined up. There's a lot of people actually, um talking to people and uh they're giving us locations that's been like the best thing i think as far as finding locations is the more you talk to people and that's one of our goals this year on many different levels is to actually talk to people because they say you know like with businesses and stuff the the best way you know to get promotion for your business is word of mouth well i feel like with locations it's word of stories and that's why podcasts like ours and so many others are important because they tell the stories of the locals and stuff like that yeah so finding out from the locals here of places plus sometimes i know with our city in particular it's hard to get a hold of like the city i don't know what what their issue is but like they don't like to talk a lot about like the land they don't want to go too much into the history only kind of like what's on the surface not anything underlying and the more you talk to the locals and the people that have been here generations and generations they tell you oh yeah i remember when it was this or that so speaking of remembering when time displacements and stuff and time loops and such like that and the idea of time altogether. And so this episode's all about today. And the premise of why I want to talk about this is because I had a well, I had a dream or vision, however you wanna classify it as, but I'll get to that a little bit later. So this episode's gonna take some uh big brain and going on and make your head itch and yeah. go, What 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 you know? Yeah, when I was researching I had to stop a lot. For some reason, like anything on time or like time loops, time uh, slips, anything like that tends to make my brain itch more than talking about creatures or weird locations or urban legends. Really, like I have to stop after a while because it just, ugh, it's like a weird funk feeling in my brain. But this one's going to do it, so... Anybody listening? Yes. Time as we understand it is linear. Well, most people don't want to accept it or there's different theories about how time is a circle. It keeps repeating around and around against itself. But we know one thing for a fact is that we remember the past. We don't know the future, 100% anyway. There are some people out there that believe that they know it well more than others. But we're always moving forward. We're never moving backwards. And it's something to be a law of the third dimensional plane, which we theorize we live in, right? This is the third dimensional plane, fourth, fifth, sixth, however many go up, changes how time. But we always come to the idea that fourth dimension is time and space. Fifth dimension, time and space aren't in the same laws as we are. That's the uh, scary part, which um, got a little bit depicted correctly in um, Interstellar. You saw Interstellar, right? No. no. God. I know. Watch movies. 
Hey. First of all, it 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 I have to get it's gotta get my attention real quick. Second of all, uh being a mom, anybody that's a stay at home mom or a mom in general knows as soon as you sit down. Hey mom, can I have milk? Hey mom, we have juice? Can I have juice? Hey mom. What about those ruffle chips? <laughs> yeah. But that was the first time ever that I saw the fifth dimension, like, visualized. And how it seemed like time and space was just based on the person's memory and perceptive perception. Which was, it was intense to watch. But I still don't think that's 100% what it could look like. But, you know, we're still yet to find out. But that's probably a good, good, you know, depiction of what it could possibly look like. Anyway. But the one thing we've always tried to figure out is time travel. Right, there's hundreds of movies that all depict what they version of time travel, and then you got the grandfather paradox, basically explaining that you, if you go back in time and killed your grandfather, you prevent yourself from being born. So how are you capable of doing that to go back and stop him if you already did that and loop around, loop around, loop around? Hence a paradox. Like how do you able to do that? So that that hurts people's brains just to consider the idea of. Right, it's like a confusing. I always consider paradox like a, a thought that doesn't have an answer and that just keeps spinning around and around and around and around. Like it doesn't have an ending and beginning. It just keeps going around. Grandfather paradox and stuff like that. Anyway. But what I theorize on time all depends on this dream I had. And dream vision, you want to say. Those who listen to the podcast for a while now, know that I've talked about my ability, Megan's ability, and stuff like that. And the reason why we've gotten stronger with our abilities is because we always have dreams or visions, however you want to say, in meditation, of like hints at what we are possibly capable of doing in the future. And from those hints, we're able to imagine, or not imagine, manifest and practice what we need to get done. So evolution of our abilities based on what we see. Now, here's things, I know I've talked about a lot of weird things on this podcast, but this is not going to say be weird, it's just going to be like a holy shit, how did you even think of that, alright? I had a dream one time that I was working back at the old grocery store I used to work at, H-E-B, and I was stocking shelves, and for some reason, my right hand charged, letting me know there's an entity nearby, a dark entity because it was my right hand. So I reached out and I'm ready to pull the entity like I do all the time. When I reached out, I grabbed almost like a, a edges of a portal. Right? I could feel the edges and how I grabbed like a portal. And when I pulled, pulled it, it pulled me forward. And what happened is I was in the store at night, like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, right? No customers where I was standing. And... I pull and all of a sudden I feel myself like move forward and I basically make like one like a stumble step forward and all of a sudden I bump into a kid who goes hey right and it's daytime and there's customers all around as if I pulled myself through time backwards like earlier in the previous day when it was like customers around I didn't understand what was going on and it freaked me out now the conscious idea, because every single time I've had a dream about my abilities, what I'm capable of doing, they've always come true. 
Not saying I'm a time traveler. <laughs> I'm just saying that really got my brain thinking, is is it possible for me to travel through time with my ability? And that 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 thought literally was like the forepoint of my mind for like months. I had this dream almost like a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And so I studied time, time travel, and understanding how time moves and how it works. My best assumption, because people are like, what, what, what? <laughs> My best assumption for how it works is like, it's not, or my best understanding how time travel works in the best understanding of reality is if you were to pull your, say, if I were to do it to myself and I pulled myself back in time, say a year ago, I wouldn't get younger i'd basically be my current self back a year and i'd basically add an extra year onto my life before i back run into my other self my younger self only by a year who then completes the loop and pulls himself back and we kind of just keep going round and round creating a time loop that we're always he continues to loop and so we don't create a paradox two versions of myself in the same place but that idea always made sense to me, or at least how time travel works, is that if you were to go back in time 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you would live after your life from that point on going forward, right? Time wouldn't exist an idea that if you go back in time, you're in your younger self, you're yourself like, no, no, no. It goes in a sense that if your physical self goes back in time, you live out your life from that point. So you're down 2023, you move yourself back in 1983, you'll live from 1983 as your 30-something-year-old self until back you're back around again. So that creates that that point. Now, the other concept that if if you thought about changing stuff, changing time and how it works, that's a scarier part, an idea that... Let's say you, you want to prevent 9-11 from happening or you want to put money down in the stock market because you know TikTok's going to be big <laughs> and later on and stuff like that. Anything you change doesn't change things from happening. You're just changing the current reality. So like you don't change your future. You're just changing the future that you already have knowledge of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're basically creating a branch timeline, another reality. Time was never always going to happen the way it was, but if you're, and then that's what people say that your time in your reality is by your perception, right? Because now here's where the space thing goes off. This is a brain, big brain stuff. Hey. <laughs> that's people like. And that's why I'm quiet because I'm just like, oh, the fuzzle in my brain. Yeah, if you were to travel into space at light speed or closest to light speed, and left. And it came back a year later. It's like just a twin thing, right? You and your twin, born at the same time, same age. But one twin went off into space. One twin stayed on Earth, came back a year. And that twin on Earth would have aged 20 years Why the other twin only aged a year because of the perception of mm-hmm. observation and how space moves and time and how moving time and stuff like that. That's why most people think that aliens have not visited us us. In the full extent, because if you were to view us through a telescope, again, we're trying to fit the aliens in our same human box. But if they were to view us from a telescope, they would see us 10, say, 100, 100 million light years away. They would see us 100 million years ago. They wouldn't see human civilizations, stuff like that. They would see dinosaurs roaming the earth or whatever. So like, oh, okay, there's nothing there. There's no reason for us to go. 
right? That's a theory of why aliens haven't visited us. But then again, you're you're fitting them in the box of saying humanity, how we work, everyone else has to work. No, it doesn't work that way. I guarantee they have technology that can view it as it is now. Yeah. So, but no, ever since I had that dream, I was obsessed with learning about time and trying to figure it out because if it's possible then I could try to do it. But I haven't tried because I I have I'm very I've made all my abilities. Possibilities of me doing things. I'm the most afraid of this. Cause what if I pull myself ten years ago? Right? Then I ha- then I'm stuck here. Where you're not. You're still in Texas, right? With my twenty six year old self. <laughs> yeah. Long before Killian is born, right? And my grandma or your grandma uh doesn't doesn't know why I would be here. Yeah. And why I'm older. Yeah. With a beard. Right? And it's like, why would you get all that weight? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you told me, this is another big brain thing, but like, we say big brain in a sense of like, it's just, like your brain is we like. We don't study quantum mechanics and physics and time and space loops and the true. paradox. And the, no, I, I've studied as much as I could and that's free for everybody. It's like your brain is womping, you know, like womp, 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 It doesn't womp. have, I don't have the room in my head to put that in there and say that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. What do you mean I said what? Um, When you were telling me about that story about that guy that try that was talking about time travel being a possibility. I think you said he was a Hispanic guy. Oh, no. It's not time travel. It's uh, uh, space travel. Faster than the speed of light. Mm. Which in um, astrophysics and stuff like that, faster than the speed of light is the cardinal rule of we can't go faster than the speed of light. Oh, okay. But uh, I forgot his name. He's a, he's uh, from Mexico. He's a physicist. He uh, actually theorized the entire idea off of Star Trek that... Instead of us trying to move through space, have space move around us. So space is moving at a trillion miles, uh, like a, a second, right? It's very fast. So instead of trying to keep up that speed during light speed, basically create your own gravitational pull, I think how he describes it, essentially your own field of gravitational pull, and have space move past you. So you can travel from here to the Andromeda Galaxy in a less than a second. Dang. Right? And travel through space that fast. Based on Star Trek. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so he created the math for it, and it makes somewhat sense, but we don't have technology for it. Because mm. we're yet to even create our own gravitational generation field. If we can create our own gravitational field on Earth, right? So you can create a giant room that has its own gravity. Then we can possibly try in the aspect of starting that, but we're not even close to that. We just we just cracked fusion less than a year ago. You know what fusion, right? Oh, massive source of energy that creates itself. Ah. Anyway, it's it was just gonna replace all forms of energy. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, cough slipped out. Um, yeah, this is not when I say this is not my forte. This is not my <laughs> forte. This is more Isaac's. He's always been, especially with your Deezers and stuff, alternate realities. And stuff like that has always yeah. been your Deezers. That's an old that's an old yeah. terminology. Yeah. No, the episodes um, yeah. that I used to have. But by the way, that's old episodes from like our first year of doing this. The, the strangest. Well, my episodes always happen like deja vu. That's why I always call them Deezers. But I didn't. Well, deja vu seizure. But 
what I experienced wasn't really a seizure. It's almost like a brain aneurysm. Um, cause it would feel every time I would have deja vu when I was young, it would feel like my heart squeezing. I, my, I could hardly breathe. My stomach was spinning. Like I was going to throw up. The room was spinning. I had a massive headache all at the same time. Like I would get that sensation of deja vu and then boom, hit with all those sensations at the exact same time. It literally knocked me over. And sometimes during those episodes, I would see things. Later on, like, I would say when we moved, lived here, I started able to see things at the same time. But when I was young, the strangest thing ever happened was when I was on playing basketball in, I think it was middle school with like other kids during PE. And the coach that was there with us saw me, you know, oh, like freaking out. And then I saw in my head, hey, Isaac, you're all right. And then he said it. Hey, Isaac, you're all right. Like he was the echo. Like, I saw him say it in the same inflection, same way, and then he said it. Mm. But then, like, you know, he was the echo to his own words. That was the strangest thing. Like, I saw it happen before it did within, like, a second of time. The only thing with me that I have could say that time-wise that I have ever experienced, and I've told this story so many times on here, um, and it kind of touches on the idea of, like, time portals and stuff like that, opening and do weird stuff. Um, so it could either be something that is dealing with time that occurred with me, or it could just be like, I was at the right time or wrong, wrong place, wrong time type of situation. I got saved by something, um, whether it be an angel or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But I always talk about how my sister and I go on these like nighttime target runs, you know, less busy. We'll go get coffee, like that kind of thing. And we were out one night and we actually stopped recently doing it because of just all of the weird stuff that would happen when we would do this. Anyways, I was in yeah my car because sometimes I'll drive my grandmother's car and we were in my car and uh, we were going and uh, we stopped at this big intersection or getting ready to stop at this big intersection. It's like, uh, it's huge. And so... We were going and I thought I saw green light for our side, but it wasn't. So I kept going, but it was red. And so I had to, I was already in the middle of the intersection and I was hitting the brakes and I saw like, you know, when you get ready for impact, right? Like, you know, impact is getting ready to happen. And I was getting ready for impact and I was like bracing and I was like, oh shit, And when I opened my eyes, which they weren't fully closed, but like I was just like flinching for a second, I was behind the white line. I know I crossed over that white line. Neither you moved into another reality. That's the thing is like, I don't know if it was a time thing or just like something like saved me because we go and even my sister was like, this is why I don't go out with you. But so we were in the Duncan, you know, drive through and I was talking to her about that. And I was like, where did, where, like, what happened? And we saw a big flash of light and then that was it. Mm-hmm. So this big flash of light happened right in front of the car and then nothing. I don't know what that was about. There's another time that kind of could have been a time situation that was a little bit weird. And I still, to this day, have no explanation. It was same Duncan that we went to. It was during the day. And we were in line. And uh, 
you know, I rolled my window down. Oh, no, I didn't even have my window down. I went to roll it down to get uh, the coffee to pay. And I see this wax paper, like a, a wadded wax paper on my shirt. And she even looked, she goes, what is that? And I said, I don't know. Like, I, what is this wax paper? So I put it on the floor. And I get the coffee, one of the coffees. There's another coffee coming. I turn, put the coffee in the uh, the center console. Cup holder. Cup holder. There you go. Um, I'm trying to stop myself from, like, coughing. So, like, <laughs> that's why I'm trying to. Anyways. So I put the coffee in the cup holder and I go to get the other coffee that the guy is handing me and another piece of wax paper is on my shirt and my sister goes what is that and I was like I don't know and I put the wax paper the second part right down to her feet because I was like I'm gonna look at this and it was just like a crinkled wax paper that you would get like from the store in a roll and it was just like crinkled so we go home not thinking anything really much of it and we were like where did the wax paper come from because i didn't have the window open at any point we looked around the car it wasn't coming from like a part of the car or anything like that we get home ask me where the wax paper is Mm. gone my sister said after that day she will never go out with me to get coffee unless there's a witness in the in the car because so many weird things but where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. And another thing, um, I guess, I don't say it's been theorized, but I know we've always talked about it. Uh, investigations. Mm-hmm. When we're at certain locations, it would seem to us that time, like time almost stands still or slows down immensely. Because it would feel to us that we were there for hours. And we checked the time, like maybe maybe an hour and a half has passed. Yeah. But I felt like we were there for four or five hours. Like, we think, oh, man, it's really late. And we look at the time, like, whoa. It, like, we got there at 8, and it's only, like, 9.30. And it felt like we'd been here. I was like, oh, crap, it might be 1 o'clock in the morning. And nope. Yeah, or it would it would be the opposite. Like, we th- think we were just there, and then four hours passed. Yeah. And, it, and I don't know. It just it made no sense. And even to a point where, like, I was really starting to, like, bring this up. Like, you know... This is a little bit weird at the fact that the time is just... But yeah, so I started diving into... Well, I guess I could start with time loops first because this was, I was looking on TikTok and TikTok talked a lot about time loops. Apparently, there was uh, a video that came out in like, I believe it was 2016, 2018, like somewhere on there of this guy on a Japanese plane and he the plane was getting ready to take off and he was in his seat and he was saying he started screaming he goes no 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 not again not again this is the sixth time this plane is gonna crash right and the stewardess said "Uh oh you know obviously what are you talking about the stewardess took this guy you know and talked to him because they were, like, moving. They were moving to go get ready to take off, right? And so she asked the guy, she goes, what are you talking about? Like, what is this? that you? Because this is the sixth time that I've taken this flight. This is the sixth time I've done this. This plane is going to crash. And they ignore him. They tell him, please stop. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You're worrying all the passengers, whatever, whatever. 
And he's like, you guys are going to see, you guys are going to see, da, da, da. So they take off. They had to make an emergency landing because uh, I think it was like turbulence or some kind of weird thing with the plane. But nobody saw him after that. Weird. So it is. It makes you think like. But one of the theories that I was seeing on TikTok a lot is there's one. There's a specific theory that says that basically every civilization has gone through nothing but a bunch of time loops. And that when a civilization gets destroyed, it's the end of the time loop and it starts over again. Which I found that kind of interesting. I mean, doom history or those who forget history are always doomed to repeat it. But essentially rising up to a point of high technology and then going back to the Stone Age and starting all over again. It's not entirely impossible because, I mean, they found a stone hammer in a rock that with wood that was fossilized that they uh carbon dated you know a million years ago million right and the oldest the oldest forms of writing or any artifacts left over is from about three sorry about five thousand years ago Mm -hmm. well five seven thousand if you count two thousand years now and then five thousand bc so five thousand bc the oldest era depiction of anything even actually longer ago, about eight thousand years, yeah, with the with Mesopotamia and the Sumerians. That's the oldest form of writing or any artifacts we have left. We have our fossils and stuff like that, but when it comes to writings, things left by humanity from then, it's the closest thing we have. And that's then. But there's a hammer, a stone hammer that we'd use to like, you know almost looks like a sledgehammer. You would use to build things with a million years ago? Million, right? We didn't even know humanity was even that old. So either their carbon dating is off by a lot or humanity or a form of humanity has been here a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But that was kind of like the stuff with the time loops, like people getting stuck and having to repeat. I think there was like a horror movie too that was like that where the girl had to keep repeating her death until she changed it. Happy death day. Yeah, there you go. That one. That's <laughs> Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. So, I I would not want to be stuck in a time loop. That just sounds... I get irritated when my days seem to go too identical together. That makes sense? Like, when it's repetitive. So, I could just imagine being in it. So, I guess the next kind of thing we could talk about is time slips. So, I had no clue, kind of, like, what the difference between everything was. So... For those of you that also don't know, a time slip is a phenomenon in which a individual or a group of people seemingly travel through time, experiencing a sudden and unexplained shift into a different time period. Uh, this concept has been popularized in various works of, of fiction, um, but there's also numerous reported real-life accounts of alleged time slips. These accounts often describe individuals finding themselves momentarily transported to another era witnessing scenes from the past or future and interacting with people or objects from a different time so basically kind of kind of like well no you're not intentionally time traveling to a place but it's like a a brief slip characteristics of time slips include um they're technically typically described as a brief and unexpected unexpected experience 
when individuals find themselves in a different temporal reality. Like when you walk down the road and a 1930s car drives by. Oh, someone shoot. dressed in night that depicted air and they look at you like, what the hell? Yeah. Could you? Oh, my God. That's so weird. Mm. Um, the surroundings may appear unchanged, but the people, clothing, architecture, and overall ambience suggest they have been transported to another era. Um, there have been numerous reports of time slips that have been shared over the years. Uh, one famous account is a story of two English women who claim to have stepped back in time while visiting the Palace of Versailles in 1901. They described encountering the palace as it appeared in the late 18th century, uh, complete with people dressed in period clothing and an atmosphere that seemed to belong to a bygone era. Um, another well-known case is the alleged time slip experienced by a man named Andrew Carslin, who reportedly traveled from the year 2256 to 2003 and made a series of incredibly successful stock market trade trades before vanishing without a trace. So that person was going from the future tense and claimed that he came back in 2003. Not weird. Yes. But also, I need the same idea of how he got back and he yeah. didn't change anything. That's going to piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> Another one happened in a small town of Cloverdale, California. There was a mysterious time slip that occurred in 1984. Uh, in this case, a woman named Dorothy was driving her car when she suddenly found herself transported back in time. Dorothy's car came to a sudden stop and she found herself in the midst of a construction site in the 19th century. Uh, the scene before her eyes was contrast to the modern world she left behind. She had seen horse-drawn carriages, people dressed in Victorian clothing, and a completely different architectural landscape. Apparently, Dorothy's time slip lasted for approximately 15 minutes before she was suddenly transported back to her own timeline. Um, the experience left her feeling disoriented and confused, but made her want to dig even more into time travel. Um, her story sparked various books and documentaries. Documentaries. Documentaries? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, okay, um, but like the one, uh, The Cloverdale Time Slip by Paul Davis and The Time Traveler's Almanac, edited by Anne Vandermeer and Jeff Vandermeer. So... Um, now, something that no one ever describes with time travel mm -hmm. that would be extremely evident that you did is the smell. Smell, sound, the air even, will all feel different a hundred years ago versus today. And yes, pollution is a f factor of it, along with a lot of other things that were being grown that were in the idea of pollution. The same pollution from a vehicle in 1920 is entirely different from the pollution that comes out of a vehicle today, right? Sure. Emission laws and stuff like that led to more, less polluted air from the vehicles we have today versus back then. Then if you go back way before cars were even on the road, no pollution from them, but you still got pollution from factories and stuff like that, but that's still only in certain places. So the smell, the air, would smell entirely different, especially... Um, this might be a spoiler for some people who haven't seen Indiana Jones, the newest one yet. So if you haven't seen it, uh, tough shit. Um, but the whole 
Dollar Destiny's idea of time travel, but not time travel. It is finding time slips in our reality, portals to other time. So there might be a split in the sky where you fly through it, and and you're no longer in our time. You're in, you know, 400 BC. And I thought to myself, while there was a scene where he actually did travel back to time, and I thought to myself, yeah, it would the sun would be it would be brighter, the color of the sky would be different. The whole there's no light pollution because it's all natural everything there, and it would smell entirely different. Granted, people would smell pretty bad, but also the air would smell different because it has no pollution from anything. So that's one thing that if you ever wanted to test a time travel, he's someone who claims to be one, right? Asked him to describe the smell, the difference between his place of time and our time. Well, now you talked about portals. I remember I had asked, in my situation, I had asked a psychic. I told her the story. Um, somebody that could, like, you could tell the story and she would visually see what you went through. I remember asking about that. And she thought, this was what she thought. She said that she believed I was in a very panicked situation where I thought I was going to get in an accident. And a portal opened up. And I went through it. Not obviously something I could see visually with my naked eye, but that's what she said. And I always thought that always stuck with me when I think about that situation because I was over that white line. Anyways, this is some of the, so I kind of wrote down what a lot of these time slip stories like have in common. One is the unexplained temporal displacement. So a fundamental aspect of time slip stories is the unexplained temporal displacement experienced by the individuals involved. Uh, this typically includes a sudden and equable shift from their present time to a different era, past or future. Could you imagine if you went into the future? Yeah, I'd be like a caveman. <laughs> would you rather, would you, as somebody, would you rather time travel or have an experience with time where you go back or you go forward? The curiosity to see where we're going to be, yeah, it's there. But um, if you want to play the game on easy mode, is going back because you already know what was there. But everyone thinks that, oh, if I went back into the 50s, I'd be the smartest man. I'd know everything to do. No, even if you went back to colonial times, right? What skills do you have that's going to help them? Yeah. And, and you, you know how to put together a computer, right? You didn't mm -hmm. know how to, oh, go to some people out there, but you would know where to find the material to build to put the computer together. Or engineering skills to help them create blueprints for weapons and stuff like that. No idea. A certain, the average individual, no. Right? But you send back an engineer or something like that, they might be able to, to change the course of that current history to evolve it faster mm -hmm. if they don't get depicted a witch! first yeah. you know oh my gosh <laughs> obviously perception of reality and many times slip accounts individuals describe a profound sense of disorientation upon finding themselves in a different time period and oftentimes the struggle to comprehend the unfamiliar surroundings actually limits their interaction in that time slip if that makes sense like when you're you're having the time slipped you're so focused on where am I? What is this? Can this be happening? Is this a hallucination that you don't even really get like interact with that time slip in a sense, if that makes sense. So mm. found that interesting. 
one one thing that well one thing too that they said is that in the end most of these people that experience time slip return to their original timeline or you know where they're from so how that happens who knows you know they're not they don't do anything specifically that person because when they're in this time slip they're oh my gosh you know like what and they're like analyzing everything that's around them and by the time they realize oh this is like the 1870s they get pushed back to their original timeline so like it happens naturally that they get shoved back they don't do anything or put anything in place to go back like you know in a lot of the time traveling movies and stuff like that uh they gotta find a certain part of the machine to go back you know or they're stuck in that timeline a lot of people that have encountered the time slips and and any kind of time travel haven't had to do that so that's interesting and then lack of verifiable evidence uh in a lot of these cases it's basically the word of mouth like the word of the person that's experiencing it they really don't a lot of these accounts don't have like verifiable evidence now something that most people don't think about when it comes to time travel is that if we were to invent a machine to do time travel with you have to also have it able to move through space as well so you need a machine that can move through time and space i say this because everyone always forgets that the earth is spinning thousand miles per hour ever so how much right and it's moving consistently so if you were to travel through time a hundred years ago you'd be in space mm-hmm in space because where the earth is now is not where it was 100 years ago in space like outer space so you have to move with the planet that's creating a machine that can only move through time and space so you have to move with the planet pass in space as it is in time at the same moment to do so and the best luck you hope you get is moving in another part of the planet but everyone always forgets that if you because that's our universe is not stationary. It's moving. The sun is moving in a direction. The planets are spinning around it. And we're kind of hurtling through space that direction. So if you were to travel 100 years ago, you'd be poof, in space. Because Earth wouldn't be there to be where you need it to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, time travel through space and time would be necessary. Hence why the idea is of portals, right? Because you're creating a warm hope that's folding space from get to one point to the other. So a time portal generated that folds the fourth dimension space so you can move across that distance to that same location. That makes, I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but that makes more sense. Yeah. But most people don't ever think about that. Now, a story that I heard that combines time loops and time slips the same time I feel like time is bored. Like if someone was um, playing a drinking game, you'd be drunk already. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you a time episode. Anyway, uh, it was a story I heard about a guy. I think his name was George, George or something. I don't remember his name. I'll call him George. When he was a kid, he uh, had this uh, cabin that his family had that was next to a lake. And where the cabin was, where the lake was, was a good walk, maybe about 200 yards down a, down a path in the woods. 
And it was wide enough that if two people were walking past each other, wouldn't that be big of a deal? Anyway, so his family goes to this this, this uh, their cabin on the lake, right? And he's going to go down to the lake because he wants to do some fishing. So he grabs his stuff and all that stuff when his family gets there. Tells his parents, hey, I'm going to be down by the lake and do some fishing real quick. And stuff like, oh, yeah, that's great or whatever. Like that. And this is his family's spot. So everyone remembers his family knows where it is. They use it. His aunts, his uncles, grandparents, his cousins, they all come to the same spot because it's family owned. So as he's making his way down the path, he notices someone else walking up the path. And he's like, it's no big deal. It's a, it's a, um, there's nature trails around. It might be somebody making their way back to the road or something like that. And they're passing by. So he didn't think anything of it. And this guy that was passing him was older. He said maybe in like he said like older man. Granted, George was like uh, fifteen or sixteen at the time, and he saw this guy that was probably in his thirties, maybe a little older. And what's strange about this older guy is that he looked like he could be his uncle, or he looked like he was related, like he could be like his dad. But he looked, as I said, kind of like his uncle, which is strange because he never met him before, and he's met all his uncles. Um. And the guy was looking at George extremely strange. Like he was like, like he was like squinting. He looked afraid and confused at the same time, like, like baffled. Like, what the hell is this guy's problem? He just came out walking, right? The guy didn't say anything to him. And he got down the lake and started doing his fishing. All right. That was a weird memory of his. Now, years have passed. George is all grown up. He's married, has his kids and decides to take his family down to that same cabin with the uh the fish the, the lake and everything because that's i guess still owned by his family it got passed on to him so he decides to take his family there um and he um makes his way down to the watering the, the lake to see if there's still the boats there so he can take his kids out on the boat and stuff like that he goes down there and he goes okay everything's set so he makes his way back up the path back to the cabin where his family is as he's walking back up the path he sees his 16 year old self walking down the path, carrying fishing gear. And George is staring at his younger self, confused and freaked out, and has the memory of the man he saw was himself. Whoa. Right? Yeah. That that story, even, I've heard it twice now, and it's still since... So, it's because I've heard other stories that are similar, like I saw my younger self and I saw my older self in that same area of space. Methinks that there are spaces in our third dimensional plane where time repeats itself like a loop like that. Like it's almost like a, a, a pocket dimension of, of time and space doesn't exist the same way it does everywhere else. And where things like that can repeat like it runs into it. And the second I guarantee George walked out of that and the older self didn't see him anymore. He disappeared. Right? And the fact that and, and the older self walked out of that bubble... The younger self didn't see the older self. But only in that time, that bubble, that little section of space, they can interact with each other knowing everything. But the second they leave it, there's no, there's no, they don't exist to each other. Mm. Right? And it makes you think, if time and all of that stuff can get influenced in the 3D so, so much, just, just stuff like that. It makes you think on the ether with time and portals and stuff like that. Well, I always theorize that um, the fourth dimension is uh, time itself. Hence, why spirits that are there don't know when they they know they died, but they could have been they could have just died like a month ago to them, but it's been a hundred years to us. Yeah, and that's what most people think. Well, why is no ghosts 
that of people who died like two years ago. Well, there is, but sometimes the ghosts that have been there longer are the loudest. Yeah. Because we've talked to spirits that were like in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Kids like 2000s and stuff like that. And they're not wearing shirts that obviously let's say, oh, you know, you know, you know, like something that's depicted of the time. Yeah. People think you're wearing like a band shirt or something. People can see it. No, it doesn't work like that. Most of the time what we see people are in clothes, but there's no depiction of what exactly like labels or, or, or um, like a design of the shirt or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is, depending if, like, say, a psychic like you might be able to see it clearly than me. And see, from a psychic perspective, um, where'd you go? So, no, because I was thinking too many <laughs> thoughts in one one time. Um, like a psychic with me, blah, like me as a psychic, sometimes when I see. Like, I'll give you an example. There was this vision I got of this woman. She was in a hospital gown. And on her clothes, on the hospital gown, it had RM on it all over the place. Right? RM. RM, RM. And I thought, okay, could that be her initials? Could that be what she was at the hospital? Could it be someone specific? What Could it be a hospital name? So, like, even when a psychic sees clothing and stuff like that, the RM probably wasn't on her hospital gown, like, in, in the present time or whenever she died. It was probably, it's a detail that I needed to know about her, but the best way to put it was on her hospital gown. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but it also is interesting because, you know, there's a lot of talk that time traveling, like, we wouldn't actually be able to go to a place, like, say, 1980s. I don't know why I picked that. But, like, 1870 or, or 1752, right? We won't actually be able to go and interact at that time period, like, go, but we could go and view that time period. Yeah. Like, almost like a virtual reality thing. And I know a lot of people that do uh, past life readings, and that's how they see past lives. They'll tune into a person, right? And it's like they get shown in, like, almost like a virtual reality augmentation type thing, the past life of that person. They can't interact, but they can see what that person did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, when you ask about the ether when it comes to our dimensional plane, when they come here and are the third dimensional plane, when they're not, we always theorize that ghosts are in the fourth dimension. Demons, ghost spirits, they're all in the fourth dimension plane. But when they come here to our dimensional plane, across the veil, as you say, they're bound by the laws of time as it is here. Mm-hmm. Where they're from, not so much. But when they're here, same thing applies. And yes, even demons have to follow those laws of third dimensional plane when they are here. Remember someone told me one time not to imprison everything that I've taken into the ring that I've been using for two years now. Because the, well, then that, that lies in that question. Is it the symbol on the ring that imprisons everything? Or is it me? That's going to keep you up at night. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure that one out. That it's not a good idea because what if demons go back in time and erase that symbol from being written? If they coulda, they woulda already. 
but I think, and I that's and I, I well, time has already told me that they would they can't travel time in the third dimensional plane. They can't basically just pop up. Whatever time it is now here is a time that they're law by too, right? They can't go back in time on our third dimensional plane because that time doesn't exist anymore to them, even though time on their dimension doesn't exist. But they're not trying to stop things there. They're trying to stop things here, which they can't. At least that's my best explanation of what I can understand when it comes to time without taking the proper classes for it. Yeah. Anyway, so before we keep hurting our heads even more, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, like I said, it makes my brain fuzzle. It's that itching sensation in your head. It's like scratch. it's like a, it's like a womp 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 womp. <laughs> like this is more than it's capable of. Well, at least for me, it is. Um, I know one thing we need to we talk about. Yeah. As we wrap up this episode, I think we're done with talking about time. Um, something we're gonna keep talking about until. Oh the- oh oh! Wait wait wait! I got a segue. I know we're talking about time in this episode, but if you truly want to have a good time. Let's talk about pizza bones. Why are you using that voice? I don't know. Trying to be sultry, huh? No, sultry is not. Not. (laughs) I am not. Let me get close up on the mic right here. I am not one for sultry or any kind of like, hello, easy talk. Like, I'm I'm not. I'm just not the one. I'm not the one to do that. (laughs) Like, when you think about it, like, you know how those uh, photo shoots or whatever, when they tell you to like. Be like seductive or whatever. Easy on that. Like, like do this seductive look with your eyes or whatever. We all know that's not in Megan's. Uh, uh, well, that, <laughs> you're lucky we don't film this. <laughs> that face you just made. I can't. I cannot. It's do like that. you're like winking at me like someone poked you in the eye. Yeah, I can't. No, it's not. I'm not. I've never been that type of person. And so. Like your idea of like winking is like dar <laughs> instead of like I lost me eye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're amping up the freaking cough. I didn't realize I was coughing as I was laughing. Anyway, you're talking. Yeah, no, it's funny. <laughs> I get it. That's so true. It is like a instead of a seductive wink, and it's like a meharg. <laughs> That's your pirate impression? Oh my god. Uh, Leave it to me. Yeah. Anyway, <coughs> we if you want to hear sh- shenanigans like that, I was thinking of antics. You want to hear uh, shenanigans like this in person. You want to meet us in person. We're doing our first ever live podcast where you can meet us and hear the podcast done in real time and be there. And you'll get all the pirate ram- <laughs> winks you want. Yeah. Hey, we're going to pizza bones. You know. Um, at, oh, sorry, at, uh, when are we doing this? February 14th, Valentine's Day, or Single Awareness Day to everybody else who are single and choose to be that way or just haven't had the luck yet. Anyway, we've had our own Single Awareness Days. Yeah. Well, yes, February 14th at 5 p.m. at Pizza Bones here in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Um, I don't believe there's a mission, but they mm-hmm. are taking requests for... The reservations. Reservations. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, we're going to be there for, I think, five hours. <laughs> yeah. But we've already planned how we're going to do it. Uh, first, 
I'm going to try to keep everything to an hour, but things might run over, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, first segment is going to be a podcast. We're going to do a podcast recorded that is going to go out in the air. So everyone there, every laugh, every uh, whatever sound you make will be recorded. I'm just I trying to think of like a gasp sound. Uh, second uh, segment will not be recorded, but it'll be uh, us talking about the paranormal uh, encounters we've had while investigating in the area. Third uh, segment would be essentially um, Q&A, which I think might bleed into the fourth. And then the last segment, uh, however how long it takes, is uh, just meet and greet, chance to come meet us in person, uh, stuff like that, probably pull some mind forests and uh, sell some uh, merch. Yes. Megan will not be doing readings before you even ask. No, no, because that was the thing. <laughs> that was a question that. So, yes, if you want to spend some time with us, get to meet us in person, hear us tell stories of our paranormal investigations, kind of wrapping up a haunted episodes. Most likely we'll have more haunted updates and stuff to talk about for that segment. Along with answering any questions people might have on the paranormal, something you maybe want to ask us that we never answered here on the podcast, but you've always wanted to ask us, but never had the guts to message us about, but would ask us in person. I don't know. But yeah, come down there and uh, we can hang out and uh, have some fun and eat some foods. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. We'll, we'll advertise it on our Instagram um, uh, so you guys can see it and then reserve the date and stuff like that for reminders and all that. But as always, guys, you can catch our social medias at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw 6 on X, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast 2 on TikTok, or links to all our social media and all ways you can listen to us at HiddenShadowsPodcast.com. And as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. <laughs>